All right, hey there. Hey guys. Hey there, and welcome back to another exciting episode of our Conversation for One podcast. The podcast where I ramble on to discuss a variety of topics, ranging from horror and sci-fi multimedia, theme parks, Canadiana, and so much more. Damn, did that feel good saying that. It has been a while, hasn't it? Um, yeah, I have been a busy bee, and uh, I am definitely going to be trying to put out some more fresh episodes on this uh, podcast. And to start, we're going to do an actual episode with somebody else. You guys won't have to be burdened with listening to just me. Uh, so sit back and relax uh, as we, as I introduce you to the guest that we are about to talk about, um, that we're about to talk to. Um, so yeah, this is this is the little additional recording. And then uh, I'm just going to stitch you into the actual conversation that I had. All right, enjoy. Possibly fast and strong. You gotta give me some answers. I'd rather hear your theories. I have considered radioactive spiders and kryptonite. It's all superhero stuff, right? What if I'm not the hero? What if I'm the bad guy? I know what you are. Your skin is hail white and ice cold. You don't go out into the sunlight. Say it out loud. Say it. Vampire. Are you afraid? No. This isn't real. This kind of stuff just doesn't exist. That's in my world. All right. So on today's show, we are going to be talking Twilight. Twilight. Yes, you heard me correctly. The vampire werewolf teen drama romance series. Um, and we have quite quite the guest. Um, the only person I know who actually likes the series, and it's not a dig at her. It's uh, just I don't know too many people that enjoy it. It's um, she posts about it all the time. She's a published author. She is a great personality and very intelligent. Um, give it up for. <laughs> Can I blow any more smoke out your butt? Can I give it up for um, Melanie Pelleggi here? It's true. I'm here in the flesh. Yep. Yep. She's here. So I brought you onto the show. Um, well, I forced you really onto the show um, to talk about Twilight because it kind of fits what our, um, I guess, our agenda is for the show, which is like horror and sci-fi multimedia. And in some twisted way, Twilight kind of fits that mold. Hmm. All right. Right? Like vampires... There's like a coven eventually werewolf. You're going to have to help me out here. I honestly, I, what I know about twilight is that it was a huge craze. I know what I know from trailers and like we've discussed <laughs> off the show. I saw the first half of the first movie almost yeah. 10 years ago. Yeah. Well, I actually watched the first movie two days ago. <laughs> how many times is that? How many times like two days ago? Yeah. Like, no, but how many times have you seen it? Oh, I've probably seen it like like my entire life, probably like over a hundred times. Okay, so as you can tell, she is definitely the certified <laughs> guest to have on the show. 
Um, yeah. So for the people that don't know, can you give us like a quick, I guess, a little synopsis of what either the series or like the first movie or like the premises, like what is Twilight? What is it? Okay. About? So basically it all starts off and it's Bella Swan, who is kind of one of the main, well, she's technically the main character. She's like the, the narrator in the books and in the movie oh, um, for like a lot of things. Like there's just like inner monologue or like, like she's just narrating, like saying lines from the book basically. Mm-hmm. And so she moves to Forks to live with her dad, Charlie, who is a total stud. He is a cop um, <laughs> who is just the, or he's a sheriff, sorry, in Forks. I think he's a sheriff. So the town's called Forks. It's called Forks. And she goes there uh, because her mom and her mom's new, like, husband um, are, like, traveling around because he's a minor league baseball player. So she's like, ugh. So she moves from Arizona all the way to Forks. And Forks is, like, super, super cloudy, super gloomy, always rainy. Where is Forks? Washington. Okay. Well, that makes sense then. And then, so, like. D.C. or, like, Seattle? Like, Seattle. Oh, wow. Okay. So basically, she's like a high schooler. Mm -hmm. So she's like 17. So she moves there and she gets to school the next. Oh, well, like, well, yeah. Okay. So she gets to school. She has this like rust bucket truck. Mm -hmm. She gets to school. And oh, my God, there's this group of handsome, gorgeous people. Who are they? Oh, my God. They're the Cullens. They like don't talk to anybody. And they're like beautiful. Mm hmm. Oh, okay. But the one is like totally infatuated by Bella. And he's like, what the heck? This girl is kind of hot. But she smells like a human, which sucks for him. Who is it? It's Edward Cullen. What happens? Love. (laughs) I hate how you're spacing out all of your words. (laughs) (laughs) It's romance. It happened. What <laughs> happened? Love happened. <laughs> exactly. You have to let it simmer. <laughs> I'm not just going to say it. For dramatic effect. Exactly. It is an iconic film. Great soundtrack in all movies. Um, mm-hmm. Second movie, New Moon, not too good. No? The rest, no. Different director or like just different pace? Oh, like is what it was a this? different director? I figured. Not- I figured with you watching these movies a bajillion times, you would have like known. Um, no, like I just watch it for the plot. So the <laughs> new Moon director is Kevin Waits. I don't know how you say it. Mm-hmm. Then Twilight, the Twilight director. Isn't it must woman? be different. It's different. I thought yeah, it was a, a Catherine. It's Catherine. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, yeah. so yeah, the first one is directed by Catherine Hardwick. The second one is directed by Chris. And then I wonder if he continues to... I guess I should know this since I watch it so much. Does he like Harry Potter it where all of a sudden he just like takes over the entire series? I can't remember nope. what that Okay, the is, third but... one. The third one is David Slade. Oh. And then Breaking Dawn is Bill Condon. And that one's got to be good then, right? He's a pretty good director. Yeah, that one is pretty good. Um, I wonder if he directed the... Yeah, he directed the last two, which are arguably, like, some of the best. I prefer the third, but... So there's those four ones movies are good too. or five? 
There's Twilight, New Moon, Eclipse, Breaking Dawn, and Breaking Dawn Part 2. Yeah, so there's five. Oh, there's, so there's five. But then I guess four books, right? They, four like, books, they split, yeah. That's why I had to think of thing. that. Yeah, they like left it on a cliffhanger, the second last one. But pretty good, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, I've never uh, the 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 later films have me intrigued because that's from what I see that's where you have a ton of vampires, you have like a ton of like the werewolves. They like there's a little bit of deeper lore and like a battle of some sort and I'm like, oh, I could I could maybe watch that, but to yeah, get to the like, end, I don't think I could do it. There's very much um a lot of um vampire werewolf drama. Mhm. Uh vam- actually vampire werewolf human drama. Mhm. So, um the last ones are pretty good, but that's where, like, the most, like, drama is, and it's, like, the weirdest type of drama. It's, like, it's just, like, why? It's unnecessary drama. True. But I guess teenage girls would eat that up. Well, I mean, I'm still eating, so. Mm. But, I mean, that's kind of, like, it, it, it hook, line, and sinker, I guess, for you. It got you right at the right time, and now yeah. you're, you're kind of obsessed with it. Well, I'm not really obsessed. I just enjoy it. It's like comfort food, right? Oh, my God. Yeah, basically. It's like when quarantine started, like at the very, very beginning of Rona, mm-hmm. it was like, hmm, what should me and my friends watch on Netflix party? Oh, okay. Um, let's just watch Twilight over and over and over again. Yeah. It's not so, like the best film, but it's like the top film for you when you like want some comfort food, like something yeah. to put on that you will love no matter how many times you watch it. Exactly. And I like introducing it to other people, too. Like, I just introduced my sister-in-law to it. Is that a hard sell? Oh, like, it It was... It w- It couldn't have gone smoother. Really? It was incredible. Yes. Hmm. So, maybe I think it was everybody, just... I think what? everybody has that kind of film, like a comfort film. What's your comfort film? Mine would be, like, the original Spider-Man trilogy. Oh, my God. Really? Because that's like I was a little kid and I was like, I think I was in grade eight or grade. Yeah, I think I was in grade eight when the last film came out. So it was like peak, like, like old, like kid to like tween. And I was just like, I ate that shit up. So like even like in university, I would like watch them like every night. But what's funny about that comment is that I started watching Twilight when I was in elementary school. I mm-hmm. think I was in like grade six or seven and then it just like progressed. What's I mean? It, if it catches you at the right age, you'll hold on to it. I think I was like exactly. grade three when Spider-Man came out and it like blew my mind. Oh my God. How fun. Spider-Man is like a good one to get into though. Mm-hmm. But it is a hard sell for some people. But then as soon as you put it on, they're like, holy fuck, why didn't I watch this? You're yeah, like, that's exactly. right. That's right. <laughs> um, so I have a, two things that I want to ask you. The first okay. one is, did you read the books? Yeah. Okay. And did you read them before or after or kind of like, like same time? So like, um, I read the books in elementary school. So mm-hmm. it was like around the same time that I was kind of watching the movies, but like not like not all the movies were out. Right. So it was like around the Twilight, like the original, like first movie came out. And I was like, okay. So I started reading it. And then basically I just like kind of kept doing it. And so it was kind of like that. It was like reading the book and then watching the movie. Okay. 
So did you yeah. end up watching Twilight and then because watching it, you started reading the books and then you just kind of got ahead of the movies? Like, I can't remember if I saw the first one, if I saw the movie before I started reading it, but I, I don't think that I did though, because my friends were reading it. So oh. I think that I started reading it because they were reading it. Okay. And then it just like progressed from there. So like, I'm pretty sure that I read a little bit of the book. I, I could have, I may have watched it first. Either way. It was like, like the comparison between the two, it's like you could read the book and then watch the movie and it's like, you can't really compare them. So they're that like, different. Kind of. Yeah. Like there's a lot of details in the book that like are like, so like they're such strong and like defining details, especially with like the characters mm -hmm. that like you cannot find or is just so awkwardly put in the movie. Right. But yeah, I don't know. I'm. For the first one, I'm not entirely sure. For the other ones, I know that I was reading the books and then watching the movies. Okay. Yeah, because that's something that always interests me that um, when people either read the books first and then look forward to the film or they read the books, they're not interested in watching the film. Or then there's like that even smaller margin where it's like people watch the movie and they're like, damn, I got to read the book. Um, I don't fall into any of those. I usually just only ever watch a movie. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I was just curious because... I feel like for Twilight, because I've seen the books, they're huge books. Yeah, they're big. Well, the first one I don't think is, but the, the next couple are pretty big books. The first one is still like pretty, pretty big. Like 300 the pages, last maybe? One, the last one is the longest one. It's, yeah, I think It's like the a first Bible, one, that last one. It's yeah. huge. The first one might be, I think it might be close to four. Okay. I'm not entirely sure because I've been, I actually have been rereading it. On really? Kindle. Yeah. But I downloaded it all as like one, like somebody put it online as like one PDF with all the books. Fuck. So I can't even meter it, but it's huge. Like, I think I'm like not even 2% done and I'm like on like the seventh chapter of the first book. That's always so daunting to me. I remember, and I, I can't, I don't think it was a PDF. I think it was actually a book that they mm -hmm. compiled all three of the Lord of the Rings books. And it was just this huge thing. Oh and I was like, God. it's so intimidating when they do that. And it's like, I don't want to read it. Cause it's always going to feel like I'm not <laughs> going anywhere. Exactly. I feel the same way though. When I watched the Lord of the Rings, I wanted to read the book after, but I yeah. actually never got around to it. Cause I just watched Lord of the Rings. Most don't. Cause it's a very dry read and it's a lot of words. Oh yeah. And it's a lot of description. Like, Tolkien I, is big on description. But he's good at it. I'm not knocking him, but it's just no, like no, no. they went into the woods, the dark woods. These woods were old, older than time. They'd seen many things. And he's just literally, it's three pages of him talking about the woods. And then it's like, and then Pippin stepped one foot forward onto it. His foot touched the ground. The ground was soft. It's like, fucking Christ. Yeah. Is Pippin going to walk into this forest or are we going <laughs> to just talk about it? No. Yeah, but he's good though. I like that. It's kind of an interesting way to do it. Yeah. Like, I, I have a few books of Tolkien, and, like, I'm big into the series, but it's just, like, I don't think anybody's got time for it in this day and age unless you're like, you know what? I've got a week vacation, I'm just going <laughs> to sit down and read Lord of the Rings. I don't even think a week is enough time. Yeah, not unless you're, like, a master reader. Like, my girlfriend burns through, like, an 800-page book in, like, two days. Really? Yeah, and I can't burn through 100 pages in, like, two weeks. Yeah, no, I'm not even at that level and I'm an English major. Like, yeah. wow, kudos to her. That's impressive. That's her hobby. If that can be a hobby, she likes to read. 
Wow. Yeah. Go off. Go off. So, when you were saying that the films and the books are different, oftentimes, and I'm going to obviously ask you, but oftentimes it's because like the director took some artistic liberties or they forewent adding something or including something. Is that kind of what makes the difference? Like the lack of attention to detail or like the lack of story or like, do they go off on their own path? Like what's different? Like the story is essentially the same. Okay. Like basically the story is sound like compared to the book. It's almost the same. There's so they, small they details. Hit the same notes. Yeah. There's small details that are missing. There's little parts in the plot that are gone. Like, like there's this one chapter, I think it might be chapter five in the book. It's called blood type. Which okay. is one of the best chapters in the entire book. And it's not at all in the movie. It's what like does one that of focus those. On? It's basically like oh, it's so stupid saying it. <laughs> it's like for their biology class, they have to draw blood and basically they test it to figure out what their blood type is. Okay. But obviously Edward can't go because <laughs> he's uh not only a vampire but has no blood. So oh, so these vampires world. don't have any blood. No, it's it's venom. <laughs> oh, okay. So that's why I have you on the show, Melanie, so you can explain that to me and everyone. Okay, so technically, basically what happens is, like, Bella, like, cannot stand blood. Like, she passes out, but Edward isn't in class. Like, he's just skipped the class. And you find out, like, and I think it might be the chapter before or that chapter that he tells her, like, I'm not going to go. And mm. he tries to get her to skip with him, but she doesn't want to. Anyways, she passes out in class. And this guy, Mike, who's also like an iconic character, has to like bring Bella to like the nurse. Mm. And oh, my God, there's Edward. He's here. And he like scoops up Bella, takes her there. It's like super cool, super cute, whatever. It's like mm. a great chapter. And it's I can't, me explaining it doesn't do it justice, but it's not in the film. And another thing is, like, with the Seems characters... Seems like that would have been a good thing to have in the film for, like, a, yes. character development. Exactly. And But the thing is, like, a lot of people will explain, like, the character of Edward in the book to be, like, so boyish and just mm -hmm. so charming. But then you see him in the film and it looks like he's constantly choking or holding in puke. Like, Robert Pattinson. Yeah. It's only the first one, though. The first oh. one, Robert Pattinson, he's, like... Act, like just I don't know what it is it's like a weird face that he makes where it looks like he's <laughs> just like holding something back I don't know but like in the book he's like so charming so handsome so helpful respectful king and like he's most of those things in the films too mm -hmm. but at the same time it like it doesn't hit the same notes it just mm -hmm. doesn't you know especially like Bella, if you've so. fallen in love with like the character in the book yeah I no, hate that, that's actually. Like, that's usually my yeah. thing. That's, like, one of the things where it's, like, I love book Edward, mm -hmm. but movie Edward for some of the movies is, like, God, man, come on. What are you doing here? He's basically following the same thing that the one in the book is doing, mm -hmm. but it's just, I don't know. It's, like, they told him to be, like, mean, and he followed instructions perfectly. Edgy and cool. <laughs> Literally, Yeah. It's probably because it was the day and age. That was what younger, like, teenage girls were, like, into. Being mysterious, don't talk about things, don't look at them. Draws you in, you know? Well, I mean, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Just <laughs> don't spitball know. on here. 
But two things, because yeah. I do have a brief knowledge of this. I'm not going to pretend I am like completely in the dark because obviously it was a huge phenomenon when like this came out. Like the movies uh, were like fucking gangbusters for numbers. Yeah. I remember in high school, like people were fucking losing their minds. And me <laughs> being like that, like edgy kid was like, it's stupid. And I mean, a teenage boy probably wouldn't be into the series unless you were like a homosexual. Hey guys, just a friendly reminder that uh, those were my opinions at the time. Uh, I actually have no problem with homosexual people. There's nothing wrong with homosexual people. In fact, it's actually making me uncomfortable just clarifying this. Just want to, you know, clear the air here that that's, those were my opinions at the time. Um, yeah, not going to dig a hole any further, Indra. But like... Oh my God, that's not true. <laughs> I'm just saying. like That's there not is, true. Maybe not in this day and age, but... I don't I don't recall any guys being like, yeah, these are good ass films and I'm looking forward to them. Oh it was more my like God. I saw it with my girlfriend, it was all right, whatever. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Where so, are you going with this? <laughs> <laughs> what I was gonna ask is for that science lesson, wouldn't it would it not have mattered if Edward skipped it because he's probably had it four hundred times? Like aren't these like classic vampires in the sense that like they pretending to be They've pretended to be teenagers now for like the last hundred years. Yeah. So like, that's like one of the things where, um, like one of the things that's shown in the book and in the movie, which is like an iconic scene is when they're in biology, they have to study like the onion cells, Mm -hmm. um, like for like metaphase and stuff like that, just to see where, where the like cells are. Mm -hmm. And basically like, he's like really, really good at doing it. Because mm-hmm. he's done it a million, a million times. times. Yeah. And he's asking her why she's so good at it. And it's because she's also done it at her previous school before she moved. So it's like he's done it a, like a million times. He's literally like a hundred and something. But he's like 17. So like he's literally been stuck. And like it, one of the things that's like a crazy representation is like in the house that mm-hmm. the Cullens live in. Which, by mm-hmm. the way, they're like millionaires because their dad well okay he's like their dad quote unquote but he's basically just like the guy who like changed them from human to vampire because i was gonna ask you about that yeah so like the parents are not the parents they just like technically adopted these vampire kids to save them and like so basically on the wall in their house there's like this thing that was made and it has a bunch of um like graduation caps Mm-hmm. With tassels and everything. it's It just looks like wall art, but it's a bunch of graduation caps. So it's like you can see by looking at that how many times they've all graduated because they're all doing the same thing. So like they have they can't just stay in one spot all the time. They have to like move around to mm-hmm. keep up with it because it's like if this guy, Carlisle is the dad's name, who's a doctor. If he stays in like the same hospital for like 10 years and doesn't age. Mm hmm. It's like, hmm. Like, I got to get on his skincare routine, kind of like what's happening with Carlisle. (laughs) Exactly. But yeah, so Carlisle is basically the guy who's like doing it. His wife, Esme, she's cute, I guess. She's not my favorite character. Yeah, they all have like great names. I like their names. They're great. But yeah, he. What? I was going to say, like, they're very like intricate, elegant names, it seems. Exactly. But yeah, they're cute. I uh, I like them all. But yeah, so like what you were saying before, like that that like wall art is like such a representation. If you look at it, I wonder how many caps there are. I mean, I you check? would know better than me. I was gonna ask you though because 
first of all, I was I was going to ask, are there actually humans in this like town or is it like only no, vampires? Yeah, no, there's they're the only vamp. Well, so like they're the vampires who like live there. Mm-hmm. Um, but other vampires like come and go. So it's like they okay. like other vampires like hunt there. Right. Okay. Because so it's like, pro- probably it's, like perfect condition, like cloudy and so on. Yeah. And whenever it's sunny, they very conveniently go for like hikes or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, like if you like look at this thing, if you just like Google it, you can see like, oh my God, there's so many caps. I can't even count them because it's not fully in the frame, but it's intense. And like you can see, I think it's the second last movie. Bella's dad like has to go in there because that's where they're having the wedding and he like makes a comment on it saying like how I think that he says something about how it's weird that they have so many mm-hmm. but Bella's mom Renee is like like kind of a naive character so she's like oh that's so cool but like mm. he's like what the hell is this he's a little like, sus yeah that's but, um, like, I was gonna ask you though but you you did basically answer it I was gonna ask like yeah. Are they born vampires? Like, why would he stay 17? But I guess, oh. like, what you said, it's kind of like interview with a vampire lore and not like they're born vampires. So, like... Have you like, seen that movie? No. It's uh, Tom Cruise and Brad Pitt and Kirsten Dunst, I think. She's, like, really young. Oh. And basically, like, it's in, like, New Orleans, like, 1783 or something like that. And it's it's very, like, it's very... um. I was going to say homoerotic, but I mean, I guess in a certain sense it is, but it, 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 they become like a family. So like Tom Cruise bites Brad Pitt and Mm. changes him. And then they basically like stay together. So like they stay as like a pack. Yeah. Like Tom Cruise is like evil mindset because he's like so like done with humanity and like Brad Pitt like holds onto his humanity. And then Tom Cruise bites this little girl who, who's um, Kirsten Dunst and she changes and then they like stay together. They're like a family. Yeah. So it's so like, like the dad, the uncle and like the daughter. That's how they say wow. who they are all the time. So like in Twilight, I feel so weird talking about these weird supernatural laws. Mm-hmm. But basically like so like the Cullens, like they're in Forks. That's where they live. But they're not, like, it doesn't just focus on them. Like, there's other, like, vampires that are around. Like, there's, like, vampires that, like, like, survive by the, like, having the blood of humans. And then there's, like, this other thing, this other group of vampires called the Voltori, where they're Mm -hmm. basically, like, like, the head of vampires. So, Mm -hmm. like, vampire children are illegal. So, it's, like... If someone has a child, so it's like if if two humans had a child and then the Cullens were like, no, I want it. If you bite a child and turn them, mm-hmm. you can like get in serious trouble. Like they can like kill you for doing that. But oh. it gets a little tricky because. Do they explain why though? It's, I don't know. I'm not sure is it, why. Is it like well, to like because, maintain order? Like, so you just don't have like a vampire baby? Well, like maybe I'm not entirely sure why. I'm no, sure I'm someone intrigued. knows why. But like they they can't do it. Well, because if you turn the child, the child stays a child the whole time for like right. ever. So it follows so, like, that lore. Yeah. So like basically where it gets a little tricky is in the second last and last film, more mm-hmm. so the last film, Bella and Edward have a baby. It's like right. their baby. 
But Bella is able to carry the baby because she's a human. So the child is half human, half vampire. Right. And like they basically get ratted out. The whole family gets ratted out to the Volturi because their like cousin Irina sees and she's like, that's an offense. You can't do that. But she doesn't say that to them. She just goes straight to Volturi who are in Italy. So like she goes all the way to Italy and says they've committed a crime. Then basically like they have to like convince all these people. Rami Malik is there for... <laughs> Just being a vampire, I guess. And they have to, like, convince all these people to be like, you need to side with us. This isn't a, like, weird vampire baby thing. It's, like, an actual, like, child who is kind of half vampire. And it grows at, like, incredible speeds. Have you ever seen the CGI baby from Twilight? No, I haven't. Okay, can you Google it, like, right now? No, I want. I can't. Yes, I need you to. I need you to look at it. I need you to know what I'm seeing in my head. Uh, Okay. Give me a second here. I would throw it up on the computer, but we know that this computer would just stop recording me. You have to type in Twilight CGI baby. It is next level. It's like creepy. It's weird. Yeah, it's like a little robot thing. But it has like a double chin and long hair. (laughs) Twilight CGI baby. Holy fuck. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> holy fuck this is an ugly little kid yeah no yeah. there's no way they put that in the movie yeah no they did though why <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why you know what it looks like like a little like european like medieval painting of like a prince or a duke or something like that <laughs> oh where it's like God. weirdly exaggerated features but this baby when it was inside of Bella, was, like, killing her. Like, absolutely tearing her to shreds and growing at an alarming rate. She was, like, pregnant for, like, two weeks before she had to, like, like weirdly have her body torn open to get this thing out. And she had to, like, drink blood because the baby wanted blood. <laughs> and then the baby came out and it's, like, growing and it's crazy. Like, the baby is a baby for, like, three scenes, four-ish And then it's scenes. a little kid, right? Yeah, but Jacob, the uh, werewolf, imprints on the baby. What? So he... (laughs) Please explain. So, okay, in this um, universe, the werewolves um, are able to imprint on someone. So it's like that becomes their person, like that they will be with, like romantic oh no (laughs) (laughs) so he sees the baby and he's like and like something overcomes him and he's like oh my god i love this baby but in like a like Like a a kind of way like a i love this baby like i'm gonna love this baby protected at all costs but like like weirdly enough some things online describe it as like a brotherly love but then like he obviously will end up being like like the cgi baby will be his lover when it is a like like of age thing when it looks of age i don't know man but they end up together and it's weird because he just imprints on this baby and i know a lot of people who defend jacob because it's not his it's not his fault like he (laughs) He, like, can't choose who he imprints on, but it's a baby. What? He yeah. didn't imprint on to Bella? Because isn't that, like, the drama in, like, the first yeah, but, two books, at least? Yeah, he can't choose who he imprints on. Mm. 
So, like, they have this theory in the thing, in the movie, saying that Bella wanted to be near Jacob a lot when she was pregnant because the baby was, like, wanting her to be near Jacob. So, and then when he imprints on the baby and Bella wakes up from literally being kind, basically dead from giving birth, she, like, freaks out because she's like, this is a baby. What the hell? And he yeah. also... The baby's name is Renesme, and a lot of people make what jokes the calling calling the baby Resume and Renaissance. Um, because what the hell? Renesme, because her mom's name is Renee, and Edward's mom's name is Esme. So it's not really a... It's, Renesme. It's, it's such a lazy name, really. <laughs> but it's it was either Renesme or EJ. If it was a boy, it was going to be Edward Jacob EJ. Are you kidding me? EJ is pretty cool. He probably skateboards. EJ? Probably wears like a 90s sideways cap and like neon <laughs> loose baggy t-shirts. He's he like, wears Thrasher? Up, yeah. Oh my God. Well, I mean, whatever. That didn't get to happen. So yeah, that happens. I feel like there's so many things that are going on. Uh Oh, Edward is like a consent king, but Jacob is not. He like kisses Bella against her will and almost gets his shit rocked for doing that. So, because I then don't he gets talk to talk about her this baby. anymore. <laughs> he gets to fall in love with her baby. Because <laughs> I really want to steer away from, like, having sex with babies and no, forcing no, no. yourself on women. Um, it's no, he. It's not doing that with the baby as it's a baby. It's falling in love with the baby and then doing that later. It's like... Yeah, but in my mind, it's like waiting and like grooming somebody. Like, oh no, is, it no, it a hundred percent is. It a hundred percent is. But sometimes I get into fights with people when I tell them this is weird and not cool. They're like, "Well, Edward is like a pedophile because he's a hundred and seven and Bella's seventeen. It's like, okay, well, he's like also like technically seventeen. Yeah, but uh, Jacob is also is a choosing bit better than like like one years old i mean less than a year old tyler the baby uh, was like literally just i just born. saw that thing you made me look at like 80 <laughs> pictures i was like i couldn't stop looking um <laughs> but that that brings me up to the next part of like what i know at least of twilight the, the triangle yeah how do how does jacob fall into this and where do like werewolves like play a role into like this story this lore so, like, Jacob, it, his dad is friends with Charlie, who is Bella's dad. So, you meet Jacob, like, in the book, you don't meet him until a little bit later. In the movie, you meet him, like, like five minutes in. Okay. So, like, Jacob's dad is in a wheelchair. This has nothing to do with anything. He's in a wheelchair. It's, like, kind of iconic. It, it plays into the whole werewolf thing because he's, like, injured. But anyways, so he, his dad was a werewolf, I think. And then Edward turned into one as well, but they don't know that they're going to be turned into one. So Edward or Jacob is basically just like that. He's like a family friend. Um, so Edward turned into a werewolf? No, sorry. Jacob turns into a werewolf. Okay. So are they like the vampires? Do they become werewolves? Because that's usually the lore. Or are they born as werewolves? Is it like lineage? So like. It's like like some, you don't know if you're going to be or not. Some, oh, okay. It just, like, happens. So, like, so it kind I'm, of runs in the bloodline, and it, you might get it or you might not? Yeah, like, I'm not... Yeah, so, like, you might and you might not. You just don't know. But one day it just, like, comes upon you that you've, like, reached it. So, like, 
I'm not entirely sure if Jacob's dad was one and that's how he ended up in a wheelchair. I'm because I don't really watch the first movie too much and that's kind of where they explain all this they stuff talk but about his it. His dad... You don't watch it too much. You just told me you watched it like you've seen it like a hundred times. No, okay. Yeah, I've seen it like a hundred times, but I don't really care about Jacob, so I don't pay attention to him. Oh. But like, I'm pretty sure that his dad did get injured like as that. Um, Don't quote me on it. I'm not entirely sure. But Jacob ends up becoming one, which plays into like this whole like werewolf pack thing that they have because Mm -hmm. the Cullens have their territory and the werewolves oh. have their territory. So, they're natural enemies. So, like, basically, like, the like the Cullens cannot hunt on werewolf territory. They have, mm. like, a border that they can't go across. And, like, basically, like, what starts to happen is, like, like, Jacob, since he is Edward's natural enemy, he's consistently trying to convince Bella to not be with him. Because, like, of, like, like Edward basically has, like, super speed, super strength. Like, he's, like, insane. But, Mm -hmm. like, Jacob's thing is, like, he is, like, his body temperature is always super, super hot. And then he turns into a dog sometimes. So, like. So, when he's a human, he doesn't have any extra abilities. He's just, no, he's, like, hot. He's just, like, like, his body temperature is, like, ridiculous. Like, he's always, like, overheating. So, like, so the, you cook a couple eggs on his chest kind of thing. Yeah. No, yeah. And um, hmm. basically, like, it, like, turns into a thing where they have, like, this... They have to make the peace because Bella is, like, in between all of it. But when Bella Oof. dies giving birth to this CGI baby... Um, she the, dies? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Plot twist. Spoiler, spoiler alert for anybody listening. They Jesus. have to bite her so that she can become a vampire. and she They both bite her? No, bite her. Like, no, no, no. Edward bites her. Oh, because then that would sorry. be awesome. It I need like to be. like a werewolf vampire <laughs> no. hybrid. I'm sorry. I need to be more specific. Um, basically, do, yeah. They find out that Bella dies because Jacob sees that she's like, quote unquote, dead. So they're like, oh, my God. That's mm. like going against like the one thing you like. They killed a human here. So then the werewolves start coming out of nowhere and they're like going to fight because they're like, dude, you killed Bella because you put a demon baby inside of her. And then Bella's like awake and she's like super hot. And <laughs> then <laughs> like, like looks wise or like temp or. Do you say temp like temperature? Yeah. yeah. No, she's no, no, no. She's super, super cold, but super, super sexy. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. No, she like turns into a vampire and suddenly her hair is so voluminous and her makeup is done and she dresses so well she's so well, i saw the one picture there like when i was swiping through babies and then it was like her edward and the baby and i was like damn like she actually looks hot in this i personally no. don't find her attractive but i was like fuck like her hair was like long and she was like done up i was like wow yeah bella in the second and no sorry the second last and the last film mm-hmm. oh my god she is like absolutely gorgeous. She's so gorgeous. And in the second last film, there's a wedding scene. It is incredible. This scene has like this movie has so many layers. <laughs> um, so did I answer your one question? <laughs> did I answer your one question? Um kind of, but also I was just like 
Because to me, like, I, as somebody who prides himself on, like, watching horror movies, sure. the werewolf dynamic, like, against vampires is, like, pretty old. It's, like, it's, yeah. it's, it's like, standard lore, basically. Oh, like, yeah, no, and they highlight this. They, they say that this goes back, like, centuries. Yeah. Like, they have been enemies. It's not just, like, randomly because, like, they're jealous that Edward has, like, captured No, Bella's it's, heart. like, a natural thing between oh, the yeah. two. Yeah, no, it's, like, been happening. And they, like, show, like, this old-timey, like, flashback thing. And it's, like, it's intense. Like, it's been happening. Mm-hmm. Um, But, so, yeah. um, It's, like, it's, like, a consistent thing through... It's, like, generational, I guess. Except the, the uh, vampires just don't die, so it's them. So, correct me where I am wrong. Because, again, I, I can't keep... Um, I can't exaggerate this enough. I don't know anything about these films to a certain okay. extent. The werewolves, from what I understand, are they all indigenous or is it like... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So do they ever explain kind of how that, it, why that is? It's like yeah. a white guy as a werewolf. It's always an indigenous person. Well, it's like their tribe. It's like a thing that runs in the tribe. Like the, it's like, it's like hereditary, I guess. Okay. So, like, the people who belong to this said tribe, they have, like, like tattoos that, like, show that they're part of it. Mm-hmm. That they get when they turn into a werewolf. Oh. So, like, and then they, before they turn into a werewolf, they have long hair. And then when they, mm-hmm. when they become a werewolf, they cut their hair off. And they, like, Interesting. They, they are native. Yeah. So, like, they even, like, tell, like, native stories and, like, just explain how it all came to be. Um, but that's in the second movie, which is my least favorite. <laughs> hmm. It's See. not my least favorite because of that. It's my least favorite because there's not very much like Edward and I'm like an Edward Stan. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I just don't like Jacob's energy here. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, from what I've seen, Jacob just always seems like whiny. Like, he is that was whiny. always the vibe I got. He's always, like, jealous because he's in love with Bella, but Bella's not in love with him. And he's like, why do you want to be with that bloodsucker? Can, can you, like, really, like, blame Bella, though, at the end of the day? You have, like, a guy who, like, will always look good, is strong, is fast. And then you have Jacob, which, I mean, I'm sure he's still, he's pretty attractive, but he turns into a dog. Yeah, it's like you pick your fighter and she picked the one that's bulletproof. Mm-hmm. So. But, like, basically, he the way that they're trying to persuade her to not change or to not, like, ask to be changed or be with a vampire is, like, don't you want to, like, grow old and, like, be with me and have a human life with, like, you know, like, a heartbeat? <laughs> and she's mm-hmm. like, mm, no. Oh, so the werewolves still age. They're not immortal. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, they die. Like, they get old. That's insane. But, like, like the thing is, like... Edward doesn't die. The only way that they can die is if, like, their heads are ripped off and they're set on fire. Oh, okay. So that's it's like the... that's like an actual thing. That's how you kill them. <laughs> okay, so it's not like a wooden stake or garlic. It's decapitation no. and fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that's it's interesting. A, it's like they're stone. Like when you pull them apart, they're like all shattered, and you have to light them on fire. Interesting. I also like it too because you said that they have to be indigenous, and then like. The main vampires are in Italy, so it's, like, kind of, like, a clash between, like, North America and Europe. Yeah, but, like, the, like, the, um, the vampires are not just, like, white either, though. They're, like... No, they could be anything. Yeah, they even, like, in the, 
Um, I think, yeah, and the last one when they have to, like, get all these people to, like, side with them, they have people from South America who come who have, like, lived in the Amazon, I think. So they're, like, from the Amazon, and they, like, they all look different. Like, they're not all just, like, majority of them are white, but Mm -hmm. there's even, like, there's even like black vampires too there's one laurent who is iconic one of the most iconic characters he is a great character Hmm. but yeah he's like the last two movies no laurent is there like throughout until no actually no he's only there for two the first two then he dies uh, spoiler alert. <laughs> well, it's been out for like 12 years. Sorry, everyone. Don't even bother watching them now. <laughs> but yeah, like with the werewolves, I haven't seen any, at least to my knowledge, I don't think that any of them are not indigenous. Hmm. I don't know if all of them are in the same like tribe. I think that they are. But they all become oh, wow. part of the same pack when that they That makes the pool change. so much smaller then if they're all part of like just the same that's, No, it's because that's why they're all about the same thing. Like that's why all of them were like, oh my God, you killed Bella. That's like, you can't do that. Why'd you do that? So then this, this small <laughs> tribe, this it's small a, tribe. It's not small. And, but I mean, only a few of them turn into werewolves. So it's like a small amount of yeah. number. They come to fight vampires. So they like literally like let's throw the whole tribe on the line here to fight vampires at the end of the movie. Um, and it's like kind of not worth it. It's like the second last movie where a bunch of them do come and probably a lot of them die. Right? No, no, none of them die. None of them die. Uh, one of them, one of them dies but he's like old but he doesn't die in the fight he just like dies like he just dies because he got he wants to killed by a vampire (laughs) his name's harry because of that harry or henry harry harry dies yeah he was uh charlie bella's dad's like fishing buddy he died and then charlie was like oh god i hate it here so did did um jacob's dad come out to the fight in his wheelchair no jacob's dad was not present because that would have been something i'd like to see like a werewolf with like wheels on his back legs or something i you never see him turn into a werewolf i'm going to google this because i tell you what if billy black yeah he does that i would have watched the entire series tonight after we wrapped up um like some wooden wheels like one of the like before they change, a couple guys have to strap the wheels onto him. Oh, my God. I was wrong this entire time. He's in a wheelchair because he has complications with diabetes. What? I thought I that was he... was actually going to say, because you're like, if he was a werewolf and he got hurt, almost always when you're a werewolf and you get hurt, you, like, heal or you have, like, some scar. But you have to get them, never... like, you have to get them, like, healed. Like, there's one part where Jacob gets hurt and, like, all of the bones on one side, conveniently, of his body are, like messed up but since his body temperature and like because he's also a werewolf he like basically starts healing at like rapid speed so they have to re-break his bones so that they can heal properly that's why i thought that maybe he got injured and then they couldn't fix it 
But how yeah, am I supposed sense. to know that he had diabetes? Type 2 diabetes. Yeah. I don't remember. It doesn't say type 2. Well, adult onset diabetes, I would assume. That's just type 2. Mm, oh, wait. Let me check. Type 1 he, No, he was, he was. He was. He was. He was. He was. He was a werewolf. Yeah. It, that's and what it says. Diabetes. It says. It says that he changed in 1966 as shapeshifter, which I guess means he could become a werewolf. So you're telling me he had too many table treats and then got diabetes. <sighs> I don't know. It's a dog joke. I know, I know the joke. I understand the joke. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out why I didn't know this. Well, whatever. Uh, I crack um, myself up sometimes. So, what else did we cover? So, we covered somewhat of the lore of the werewolves. We covered some of the lore of the vampires. Um, what else, I guess, could we cover? The books i guess we did talk about as well when did they when did these movies stop being made when was the last one made i feel like Um, this is like 10 years ago now i think it might be more breaking dawn movie breaking dawn part two was no sorry it was 2012 that was eight yeah eight years it's almost 10 years yeah it's crazy yeah that yeah it doesn't it feels so weird talking about it the first one was made in 2008 so it's 2008 2009 2010 and then both are 2011 the last ones really so i one i guess did they come out like a few months apart or did they come out like a whole year apart basically it might just be a whole year it doesn't like january the first and then like december the next so maybe that sounds familiar oh part one no sorry part one is 2011 mm-hmm. what about part two Breaking Dawn Part 2 was 2012. No, sorry. 2012. But it's November. So, they're all in November. So, they're all exactly a year apart, basically. Hmm. Yeah. Oh. Huh. That's crazy that they come out that soon. Because if you... I guess, like, because well, they don't need as much... Well, I mean, they left us on much, a cliffhanger. They don't need as much budget, though. Like, there isn't a ton of special effects in these movies from what I remember. Well, Just like actually, the werewolf in the, stuff, In the right? last one, there actually is a lot. Yeah, 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 with, like, the, the the fight and so on, right? Yeah, exactly. But I was just thinking of, like, other, like, big franchises, like maybe Hunger Games or Harry Potter, stuff that, like, appeals to, like, a tween teen audience. Those movies yeah. have a shit ton of special effects. So when they're, like, it's coming out in a year and a half, people are like, what the fuck? Like, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But th- it's a lot of post-production. I don't think, I, obviously, the first one and the second one, they probably don't have that much post-production right yeah Mm, no i don't think so but if that one came out in 2008 how old was i in 2008 10 i was 10 the first one came out in 2008 yeah oh my god do i feel old i was in like i must have seen grade 10 oh really I was in grade 10, I guess, when Twilight came out. So, I must have seen the first two movies before reading the books and then read the books and then finished the other movies. Wow. Because I don't see myself reading the whole thing when I was 10. I think that I was at least 12. So, you were 10 and I was in grade 10. That's nuts. 
Well. <laughs> I'm old. I'm just about ready to retire. Yep. Start writing your will out. Yep. Yep. Writing it out. <laughs> Getting all my ducks in a row. Picking out my my outfit for, you know, <laughs> the final days. Oh, God. <laughs> well, pick something good. Yeah, I think I might do like a, a loose Hawaiian shirt, and a nice like Miami fedora, some loafers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, milady, you know. So not a milady fedora, like a like a Cuba fedora. Okay, well, you had me at fedora, but you lost me at not a milady fedora. <laughs> you so. lost me at milady. <laughs> um. So, yeah, um, can we quickly discuss the soundtrack? Uh, obviously, yeah. I was going to ask you, like, oh, yeah, what no. your favorite parts were in the movies. But if you want to talk oh about so- soundtrack, go nuts. Like, it, this is your show now. Like, I am completely at your will. I know Which one do you not think, nearly as much. How do you think Pardon? the flow would be between the two? Which one is better first? What do you mean? Well, either my favorite parts or the soundtrack. Oh, do whatever you like. Yeah, but you just tell me what to do. I feel like you can go into a lot more detail with the favorite parts or like goofs or stuff you've noticed. So maybe let's touch on the soundtrack first. Okay, well, first, um, iconic, iconic artists. We have mm-hmm. Muse. We have Paramore. LinkedIn Park. <laughs> LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I did not just say LinkedIn. <laughs> linkedin.com okay. I, I, I didn't hear it linkedin.com do track? <laughs> white demon love song uh, hold on i don't know i'm pretty sure i have a, a song from twilight on my ipod from wait the did killers? i say from twilight yeah the killers i'm pretty sure they sing one called white demon love song white demon love song or something like that um, i don't know I feel like Vampire Weekend did a song for a different movie, and I'm pretty sure it's The Killers that did a Twilight. Oh, yeah. Sorry. This is, yeah, that one is from New Moon. Okay. But the Twilight, like the first movie, Mm -hmm. the soundtrack to that one is pretty good. Mm. Um, We have uh, first, first. Like the soundtrack or like the score? The soundtrack, right? Yes. Okay. Um, we have Decode by Paramore. Okay. Beautiful song. Written mm-hmm. written specifically for the film. That's nice. It's always nice when that happens. We have uh, Flightless Bird, American Mouth by Iron and Wine. Iron and Wine? Yes. That's insane. But and that kind of works. They're always like grudgy, depressing, slow songs. Yeah. Well, it's it's very cute. Then we have Eyes on Fire. Mm-hmm. Um, supermassive black hole. <laughs> no, I'm mm-hmm. looking at it. And we also have this one iconic tune called Bella's Lullaby, mm-hmm. which is great. But here's where it gets really good. There's one song on here called Never Think by Robert Pattinson. No way. He actually did a song? Yeah. Does he sing it in the movie or is it like... It's playing in the movie. While Bella is almost passing away in the first movie. No. And then also we have Claire de Lune. Yeah, it's always a classic. Everyone loves that song. Yeah, he loves that song. 
He loves it. I love that song. It's in a <laughs> lot of good movies. Um, Ocean's Eleven, Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Oh, wow. I love that song. Continue. Um, then swiftly moving uh, forward. We... <laughs> I thought you said Sway Lee for a second. I was like, <laughs> no. <laughs> no way. Okay. Um, where is it? Um, is it not in this? I want the Swaley cut of Twilight now. <laughs> I'm just trying to find all these. Uh, I should have set this up earlier, but I didn't. Ooh. Um. Wow. What the? Fuck? Very disappointing. I thought just, you would have been on your A game. Um. Well, I know all of. I know the songs. I just don't want to miss any iconic ones, and I think that I am. What is it That's called? A, it's okay oh. if you miss one. No, it's not oh. okay. <laughs> Never mind. Okay. Um. So, how was your day? <laughs> Great, thank you. You're welcome. Ah, uh, yes. Turning page. Oh, okay, good. Turning page <laughs> by Sleeping at Last. And what's that go Pretty like? Good. We also have A Thousand Years by <laughs> Christina Perry. <laughs> Just completely blown by that. Um, uh, we also have uh, mm-hmm. Flightless Bird American Mouth Wedding Version. Oh. Yeah. Very good. Very good. Um, but the most iconic one is Supermassive Black Hole by Muse. Mm-hmm. I will not lie, Twilight, as many have argued uh, in the past and in the present, uh, Twilight is a baseball movie. <laughs> a baseball movie. Because of the baseball scene in Twilight, which features supermassive black hole. Huh. The vampires play baseball. They have to play baseball um, when it's For like, like PE. When it's like storming so that you can't hear them hitting the ball because it's so loud. But it's like the oh, family. Oh, so they wanted to play baseball, but because they're so strong, they can't tone it down. They have to absolutely just crush it. Yeah, they have to do it during a storm so that it just masks it. And it's First just of all, the family. I love that they're playing baseball. Yeah. Like, we oh, we got to. We got to. Let's wait for the storm. Let's run out there. Come on. We can't miss it. Yeah. And then second, I love that they can't, like, hold it back. Like, if Superman <laughs> or Spider-Man was going to punch somebody, if they went, like, full force, they'd, like punch their head off their shoulders but like these vampires they just have to crush the ball every time yeah it's it's a really great scene i encourage you to watch it you should see it up. the first pitch by mm-hmm. uh alice is iconic she swings her leg up and then throws a beautiful first pitch then it like a curveball or a knuckle or no no it's just like a regular i don't know the term fastball she, yeah. she just throws the ball and throws it hard and then jasper uh another vampire um he does this cool little trick with the bat where he's like tossing it it's like on one hand he's like hitting it it's like uh i don't know what he's doing but it it looks cool Mm. another inaccuracy that i just remembered from the book is that Mm -hmm. jasper and rosalie in the book they're jasper and rosalie hale so they're both Mm -hmm. they're twins Okay. They highlight that in the book saying these like those ones are twins. In the like, movie don't get it confused. In the movie they're not. They don't even they don't even like mention ah. them. 
But Jasper is a Confederate ex-Confederate soldier. How do we feel about that? Well, I mean, he was probably drafted. Did he, like, grow as a person since then, or? Well, he doesn't seem to be racist. That's good. And he is very handsome. However, a lot of people cannot see past the uh, Confederate soldier part. Oh, because he's all about, like, free labor and stuff, right? I think that he was drafted. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) So I don't think that he is, but I don't know. He just vibes in the movie. He just sits there. Yeah, he's probably just tired. He's watched the world just change from what he fought for. Yeah, he's the he's the newest vampire. So, oh, he's the strongest. When they're newborns, they're at like their peak. Oh, and as they get older, they get less strong. They just become like strong, but not as strong as they were That's when they were newborns. Yeah. That's so, interesting. Like, they always like there's this one part where like they have this like war. I forget mm-hmm. what this whole war... Oh, okay. So, this one vampire who's a bad vampire, um, Victoria, is angry because Edward killed James, another vampire, because he tried to kill Bella. So, then Victoria is like, you killed what I love, and now I'm going to kill what you love most. And oh, he's like... Yeah. He's like, okay, like, I guess you can do that. So, she gets this guy. She bites him and then makes him create this little, like, like baby vampire army where like they're all at their like peak physical strength so she like gets him to bite a bunch of other people so that they can have a war against the cullens so the cullens have this incredible like training scene they're like all is it a montage yeah actually it is yes (laughs) and they're just like all getting ready they're like okay like jasper who's the youngest has to teach them like all how to like beat these people because he knows like basically what they'll do because he's all was one of them so like um yeah they they like that's pretty intense really i literally perked up from my seat i was just so excited i was like is it a montage and i was <laughs> like oh my gosh i yeah. love a good training montage it is it's pretty good there's a lot of sexual tension pretty iconic oh. yeah it's good so and they're all doing my... it because of bella bella causes more harm than good yeah, yeah. That's why I, I I think, especially as a teenager, I was always like, what the fuck is the point? Like, it's always just like, it's because of a girl. And it's just like, it, you can't be really into her that fucking hard that you're going to destroy your whole <laughs> civilization, destroy, like, another civilization, destroy your people. But they, they were their, five movies worth. So. It's not their people. They didn't destroy their people. They destroyed the evil ones who tried to kill Bella. The structure's in place for a reason. Oh, God. Put on my conservative ball cap for a second. Oh, my God. Well, I mean, so, yeah. Um, so, yeah. I will put in that super massive black hole, super massive one word. I'll put that in to this episode at some point. I might even, I might close the show out with it. Oh, um, Just so everybody can yeah. have a little treat for their ears. A little treat for your ears. I love that. Um, so yeah, um, that's that. So favorite parts or like goofs, like what, what are like some key scenes that would draw people to watch these films? If they're still like, I like vampires, I like werewolves, but I'm not down for this love triangle. Mm-hmm. What are like some key things that you like, you love that are like standout moments? 
the and wedding. If you watch scene, stuff enough, the wedding scene. Where's which episode? Episode. Wow, what <laughs> film is that? Second last. It is so beautiful. It's so so gorgeous. It's like I like it because it's it's aesthetically pleasing. Mm. It's like so sweet. It's so gorgeous. Like the whole wedding part, and then them going on like their honeymoon is so nice until it gets not nice. But it's pretty good up until then. And like there's like um. I don't know. The second last movie and the third movie are my favorites. Mm. Uh, but I think that the wedding scene is definitely my favorite. That and the baseball scene is also pretty good. There's also like a lot of really funny like one liners. Like um, when Bella is like figuring out that Edward is like actually kind of like spooky. Like what are you doing, dude? She's mm. like telling him like... um like, what the heck? Oh, okay. So he saved her from, like, a car that was going to hit her. <laughs> I was going to say, that's a really good line. But um, continue. What the heck? <laughs> what the heck? Yeah. So there's, like, <laughs> she, like, basically is, like, um, hey, like, you were on the other side of the parking lot. How mm. did you come here and, like, stop the car? And then he's, like, I wasn't. I was, like, right beside you. And she's, like, no, you weren't. So he's, like, gaslighting her. And she's like, you weren't, you were on the other side. I saw you. And he's like, no, girl, I was like literally right beside you. That's how I got to stop the car. Then he changes his story and he's like, um, it was an adrenaline rush. You can Google it. And it's like, you can Google it. What are you talking about, girl? And like, there's like a bunch of like random ones where it's like. That's in the first movie, right? Yeah. Th this one I think is I also, remember seeing that. This one's also from the first movie. It's like the it's the stupidest line, but I every time I see it, if I'm watching it with like my sister in law, we always say it out loud. It's like they come back from a um or they're still at like this field trip that they're at at like a greenhouse or something, and mm -hmm. these guys who are their friends find like a worm. One of them finds a worm on a stick, and Bella's walking by and she's talking to Edward, and he's like, "We can't be friends." So they're having like a serious conversation. And he's like, Bella, Bella, look, it's a worm. It's like one of those things where it's like, why did it have to be there? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> seriously. But also it's there and she doesn't care. Like he's holding the stick with a worm on it right towards her. And he's like, Bella, Bella, look, it's a worm. And she's like, well, Edward, why can't we be friends? Like it's one of those things. The first one, if it's like it's like a really like low key, unintentional comedy. Mm -hmm. But wow. Those scenes, it's like, okay, we have to put this and this together, but like, it's going to be way too dry. Let's throw this in. It doesn't really make sense. Let's throw this in. Okay. <laughs> and like the extras in the first movie, they're so funny to look at. They always have like these rent. There's one extra that I always look at. She's like right in front of uh, Edward and Bella when they're having a serious conversation about like why they can't be friends. And, like, mm -hmm. this is at the same field trip. And she's, like, in the bottom left corner. She's, like, looking so distraught, this extra. She's, like, she is soaking it up. She is eating it up. She is, like, she knows she's on camera. She, like, bites her lip. She's, like, fixing her hair. She keeps, like, moving around weird. It's so funny. I'm, it's her moment and she knows it. It's honestly, yeah. She She did not let that go to waste. It's her yeah. day. And and I never pay attention in that uh, to that scene because I'm always looking at her. 
<laughs> there are scenes in multiple movies where no matter what happens, you'll always be paying attention to somebody who's driving a car that like kind of goes where it shouldn't or like mm -hmm. somebody like some sort of extra that's like walks into a wall or is like talking to nobody that like the cameraman and like the director think nobody's going to notice. We'll kind of like not focus on that. Yeah. Like there's it's this really tough. Exactly. And like sometimes you have to watch it like multiple times to see it in Twilight. There's one scene of an intersection and a massive like like 18 wheeler drives by the intersection and there's nobody driving it. There's nobody mm. in the front. It's just going. Those details will like kill you. Yeah. Like, For me, it's like Spider-Man when the Green Goblin is talking to um, I think he's the Green Goblin, I think, has um, Spider-Man by like the throat or something like that. And you can see his mouth in the mask is not moving. So like the line is like dubbed. Oh, and it kills me every fucking time. Oh, no. Like it, I can't ever it's I can't look away, but also I wish I could at the same time. It's one of those feelings <laughs> where he like, he moves his head perfectly for like the words that are dubbed over, but his mouth is visible in the mask and you can see he's not talking and it kills me. Oh my God. No, it's like, it's always the little things too. Like I recently found out that this one character Emmett, when he goes to school and like has lunch, it's, he's carrying around like a Ziploc bag with like eight hard boiled eggs in it. But like <laughs> they can't eat. So like they just bring food and just like carry it around. And like there's Did this, I do good? <laughs> there's this one scene. <laughs> there's this one scene in the cafeteria where if you pause it, right when you see the Cullens at the table, there's like a peeled banana, but it's like face down on the table. There's a bunch of carrots all over the table. Then there's the bag of hard-boiled eggs. It's like, like what? <laughs> it's a this quick scene. This is how scene. you human, right? It's a quick scene. So like you, you wouldn't see it, but I noticed it the other day and like we were watching it. So they like, can't eat food oh, at all. They can't eat. No. So it's strictly blood. Yeah. Animal for blood. Vampires. Animal blood. Yeah. They can't animal eat. Animal blood. They cannot that's their, eat. But, that's their vegetarianism, right? Yeah. But somehow Edward still has sperm. To get Bella pregnant, but apparently the sperm what? is just venom, little demon venom. That wait, just... wait, wait! Pump the brakes there. Why would the he not have sperm? He's dead, Tyler. Okay, but like he's still alive. He's no, still, he's like... not. He's dead. He's living dead. I know. I trust me. I know how vampires work, but <laughs> <laughs> he's still like functioning to a certain aspect. Um, it's not like if he was dead, then he wouldn't be going to school. Okay, but he's functioning because of the venom that's in his blood veins. In his okay, little, so instead of blood, it's just venom. It's venom veins. So I guess venom. He pee venom then, or does he not pee? He doesn't pee because he doesn't drink. Oh well, he has blood. So he would poop venom, or just <laughs> I don't think nothing. that he poos. I don't think he goes to the bathroom. I think he. Okay, just... sign me up. <laughs> like, if he's no longer peeing and pooing. Sign me up. Not only is he not peeing and pooing, but he is boning Bella. So I mean, and doesn't have to worry. Well, I guess he does because she gets pregnant. He will be like he, he's living he has the to sweet take a life. Shower. He has to shower. He obviously has to worry. So he sweats. He no. Obviously, he's going to take a shower after he's done doing the deed. Why though? If he's not sweating, well, because he was just in her, and she's sweaty and 
is oh, a human. Yeah. She's got her gross all over him. I get it. Yeah. He's <laughs> she not got, covered in gross. <laughs> He's covered got, in her gross. She got her gross all over him. What the hell? Oh my gosh. He got his gross all up in her and his gross was a demon baby. Well, I was going to say, like, I guess his gross would be like the venom, right? Yeah. Like, I don't understand. So he, I don't know. But, like, he's, like, hella dramatic when they have, like, their sex scene. Like, he's, like, so powerful that she's, like, bruised and, like, the bed is broken. Like, I don't know what happened, but he, like, tore that place up. Ugh, that must have been so unfulfilling for him. Like, nice, like, cool. I haven't had sex probably in, like, a hundred years. No, he's a virgin. Oh, They don't have sex until they get married. Well, everybody does that. Yeah, obviously, but he's 107. Yeah, he's been waiting for a while. Yeah, just like watch his paint dry, I guess. But it's really funny because like, oh, I forgot to mention this. This is also one of my favorite scenes. He so like they get married and the Mm. night that they get married, they go to Brazil. That's like his family owns an island in Brazil. It's a private island with a house and everything. It's called Isle Esme. Okay, Carlisle got it for Esme. Ugh, yeah. And don't go, ugh, it's romantic. <laughs> yeah, sure, but it's just like, it's always like Carlisle, Esme, <sighs> Jasmine, Jasper. I'm like, holy fuck. Okay. Everybody's just, nobody's like, and then Bill. <laughs> Anyways, so basically they, to Bill. they go Sorry. there and that night they consummate the marriage. Ooh. So he's like, they're skinny dipping, first of all, in the ocean, staring at the oh moon. My. And I'm like, wow, okay, go off. They get into it. She's like, Pretty spicy. she's like excited because she's been begging him for like ever to just do anything to her. And he's like, no, I can't. We need they to didn't wait. even do like the classic like Catholic workaround? Nope. It wow. Didn't yeah. They didn't do that. They He wouldn't let her. They were just strictly kissing. I'm just wiping sweat from my brow there. Anyways, continue. Then, so they do that. And as I said before, he like bruised her and like the bed is totally broken. And the people who come to clean up the house, they know what that he's a vampire. And they're like, oh my God, like he's like seducing her. He's going to kill her, but whatever. So... Basically, after that, Bella is like, oh, my God, that was great. I had so much fun. And he's like, I am a monster. Look at what I've done to you. And he's, like, miserable. Um, First of all, he's not having a good time after losing his virginity. He's, like, having, like, guilt because he bruised her. But she's like, hell, yeah, man. That was fun. I had a good time. Anyway. F-R-E-A-K. And then after that. Totally likes it. (laughs) After that, it's, like, days that Bella is like, please. She's like putting on lingerie and like, hi, hi, can you please just do this? And like, she's like baiting him, basically. She's like, her butt's out. She's like ready. Her butt's out? And he's like, no, no, oh I don't gosh, want to. Gosh, what is this movie we're talking about? They're also like in between, they're playing chess and he keeps winning. So then Bella has a dream that they're playing chess and she wins. So basically after that, like she like starts kissing him in her dream. She wakes up from her dream and she's crying. <laughs> she just wants it so bad that she starts. We've all been there. She starts crying. He's like, what's wrong? 
And she's like, oh, because he can't sleep. He can't sleep. So she sleeps. Oh, they don't sleep either. No, he. Okay, I forgot to mention this. Yeah, she sleeps in the bed and he he lays there with her. But he's he's just sitting there like he's not even on his phone. Does he just watch her all night? And anyway, so she was she did that. And obviously she started. All good boyfriends do that, by the way. Don't feel shame, guys. If you just watch your girlfriend sleep all night, it's fine. <laughs> he, Take it from me. I've heard it from somebody. He's already awake. <laughs> so he asks her, like, what's wrong? And I don't remember what she says. But after that, she's like, please. Like, dude, come on. And he's mm-hmm. like, okay. <laughs> Since you're crying fine. about it, I guess I'll have to do it to you. Then he does it to her. The next day, she, like, gets up and she's like, oh, my God, my period is late. <laughs> and he's like, he's what like, do you mean? He's like, son of a bitch. What do you mean your period is late? <laughs> then, uh, cute demon baby all up in there doing its wow. thing. And then, oh, she also got salmonella. She, like, didn't cook a chicken all the way and she threw up. And then that's, that's in when. the movie? They keep this in the movie? That's, yeah. Well, she threw up, like, one time and then she's like. Oh, hey, can you hand me my bag? And he's like, okay. She sees her, like, her, like, tampons and stuff. And she's like, oh, no, my period is late. Uh Uh-oh. So, I'm just going to tell you what I was imagining for a second here. Mm -hmm. When you said that the cleaning ladies were like, oh, no, because they know he's a vampire and they see the rooms, like, ripped apart. Well, they they make assumptions. Like, they don't know for sure, but they, they, like, they they don't know, but they know. Yeah. And they, like, come into the room to clean. They're like, oh, no, she's dead. And then, like... No, no, she's not dead. <laughs> Bella comes waddling out. And she's like, oh, hell of a night. What a wild... And it's because she's all bruised. And they're like, oh, what the fuck? Oh, my God. And they're like, yeah, she's a freak. No. She's some real crazy shit. Well, I mean, I appreciate your imagination on that one. It's not how it happened. But yeah, because I, I kind of, like... I kind of walked away mentally when you were just like... And then she got salmonella. And she was dreaming about playing chess. And I was just like... <laughs> I don't think I'll ever watch these films. I fully respect that you enjoy them. But I was just like, why is this in a movie? The salmonella is just what leads her to the bathroom. I guess they had to find a way to get her in. Okay. So, it's like the way to get her in. It's not salmon. I don't know if it's just... She just throws up one time. So, she's already in the bathroom. That's how she cue the bag that has the stuff in it. Uh-oh. I'm pregnant. SpaghettiOs. Yeah. So that's a nightmare. And then he basically was like, dude, can you just like remove it? And she's like, no, this is my baby. I love this. Yeah. Yeah. And in like all while it's happening, it's like killing her and she's like dying. She looks so gross. And he's like, I hate you, Bella. You stink. And he's like, he like ditched her the entire time she's pregnant because he's like angry. Well, yeah, and he probably doesn't want to pay, like, child support. He's like, I was just having fun. I, like, didn't know. Like, I'd never had sex before, so how was I supposed to know Venom works the same? Wait, did you know that the Fifty Shades of Grey, like, that whole series is based off of Twilight? It's, like, fanfic. It's a fanfic, yeah. Because didn't it start as, like, them just imagining what, like... Ed, like Edward and Bella were going to be doing and then it just like they changed the names and it just kind of spun off from there. Except like in this version, Edward is somehow like a multi-millionaire named Christian. Right. So. But. I mean <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even, we're not touching this, but it is a fun fact for sure. I'm not going to talk about Fifty Shades with you. I don't mind Fifty Shades. I like the plot. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the worst. It's not the worst. The plot is... So what do you like about Twilight? I like the plot. <laughs> what do you like about Fifty Shades? Just the plot. I'm a good Christian girl. <laughs> Thank you. It's just the plot. I skipped through everything else. Come on. I'm not interested in stuff like that. <laughs> I only watch it because it has something to do with Twilight. Come on. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> why else would you watch it? I don't know a reason why anybody else would want to watch that. Yeah, because they're not popular and for good reason. Exactly. They didn't make the entire series and the book wasn't a bestseller. <laughs> That'd be dumb. <laughs> that would be stupid. I don't even know why they made the movie. I don't know. Running out of ideas, I guess. Scraping the bottom of the barrel. Yeah, exactly. There's not a new Twilight movie to be made, so they have to do something. Keep the people watching. So true. (sighs) You know what I really like about this episode that we did? What? When we started off, I was like very a conversation for one podcast. And I was like keeping it loose, but keeping it like formal. I'm like the presenter. And then like kind of around like we started talking about like vampire sex and stuff like that. It just really went into like our new podcast, not, not a class project where it's just bantering. So like people, if they like, were like, Oh, I wanted to hear about twilight. It's just like, no, they're just listening to two people bantering about vampire sex. <laughs> it's just like, there's like a high, there's like a, a high peak where like there's, it's one type of episode and then it becomes a different type of episode. And then you have to listen to two people fight about, um, whether edward was actually alive and if he needs to pee because or poo. He, exactly that's what i mean <laughs> tell me about the lore of vampires too it, how would he make shits basically <laughs> is like <laughs> exactly <laughs> wow so people that is actually a um i didn't plan for it but it's a perfect segue to kind of end this episode so Melanie, Mel, Melanie, sorry, oh. Melanie here. Oh. <laughs> Ugh, God, I'm disgusted with myself. So Melanie here and I, we actually have started a new podcast called Not a Class Project uh, with Mel and Ty, where mm-hmm. we discuss news and news, the weather. But it's like loose news. It's not actually. It's loose news. It's like a hot, a hot topic. It could be like super political, which some episodes have been, or it could be like something sad, but like kind of like entertainment, like um, our newest episode where Regis Philbin, Philbin or Philbin? Philbin, Philbin, there's that B. Yeah, Philbin, right? Yeah. He passed away. He, yeah. But at the same time, we do have these conversations and sometimes we don't even know what we're saying. Yeah. So if you appreciated the intellectualism that we both had at the beginning, but you like how we started talking about do vampires make poops? That's kind of like what <laughs> that's kind of what our podcast divulges into most episodes. Yeah. It's it's just us like talking about our opinions and stories. And they're fun episodes that are usually between 45 minutes and an hour. Um, they're never 45 minutes. They, we really tried for it. But we're, it's, it's always a sharp one hour at the, at the very least. And uh, you can find us just about anywhere, really. And we have, what do we have now? Six episodes? It's going to be six, yeah. And it's popping off. I I was going to tell you before we started recording that we are literally at 250 uh, listens, past 250 listens for our five episodes. Oh, my God. That's good. Yeah, it's pretty nuts. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, So if you guys do 
like what you're hearing or maybe you're like curious you can definitely check us out we're available everywhere everywhere um i think we actually are now basically everywhere available everywhere except for soundcloud because but other than that um i just really wanted to thank you for coming on um i didn't have a choice twist yeah i was gonna say i don't think i had to twist your arm too hard other (laughs) than like actually just getting you to do it because you were talking about something you love but i don't know i think this turned out good i'm obviously i don't i'm not listening to it i'm just speaking this is really i'm digging a hole here i just want to thank you (laughs) and um thank you for having me on a conversation for one that turned into a conversation for two so thanks exactly which turned into basically not a class project at the very end which you can listen to everywhere everywhere we upload every monday every monday actually i'm glad that we've been sticking to it but um yeah so if you're curious thank you for like listening if you're curious about the twilight series or if you were interested in what it could be or if you were just like hey i'm kind of curious if they're going to touch on do vampires make poops and we did touch on that um so in the meantime you can find more episodes of a conversation for one podcast everywhere also but also on soundcloud it's true that's my host site so you can find us everywhere uh and by us i mean me because melanie will not be on any more episodes unless she wants to be but you can find all my past episodes you can find me on instagram twitter at acfo podcast and um yeah i think i've just about covered it please please make sure to give me a rating if you can or a review um i'd appreciate it But uh, until then, um, thank you again, Melanie, for coming on. Thank you so much. Did you have anything you want to say before I sign out? Um, No. All right. And then on that note, um, stay rad. Be excellent to each other. Um, Tyler out. It's time to say goodnight. We sincerely appreciate your patronage and hope we've succeeded in bringing you an enjoyable evening of entertainment. Please drive home carefully and come back again soon. Good night. Oh, oh. <laughs> is that how you end it? Did you stop recording? <laughs>